Hello, welcome, truth lovers and freedom seekers, those who truly care. This is the time for action, friends. What are you doing tomorrow to further the cause of truth or freedom? I suspect you are all caring about your loved ones. That most folks get. What is hard, and the next level of spiritual growth, is spending more of your time serving what is best for all rather than your own immediate wants and gratification. Spending your time studying and learning, trying to figure out how to help the human race out of the hole they are in. Just to get them to stop digging for a second. In order to do this, it seems we have to learn a new set of skills. I have been experimenting lately, writing some articles. Please look at the show notes on endevil.life for the link to the article called World War III, Losing the Battle of Attrition. The article is an opinion piece meant to stir the listener by shame. We, as supposed truthers, should be ashamed. As a group, as humanity, we are losing the battle. The masses are completely not seeing the hidden picture. This episode is all about the confusion that comes on the journey towards truth. For the first time in five or more years, I feel at peace in a strange way. Not to say I don't get emotional, far from it. Last week I cried on more than one occasion. I got furious and yelled in my car. I raised my voice with my family and my teenage children. But I'm at peace with where I stand on things. I know very clearly what is true and what is lies. I do not speak lies. It has been a long time since I felt confused about what's going on in the media, in the minds of the public, and people I talk to. For a change, those things make sense. What does not make sense is why I am still hopeful despite the drastic and scary and real situation which is developing for the worse. The reapers are sharpening their blades, and we are throwing sponges at the ocean. The best way to solve the knot is to cut through it with a word, or the sword. In the end of the movie Labyrinth, the hero finally realizes, as she says to the goblin prince, you have no power over me, which is almost the exact same scene and realization in the movie Bugs Life, when they realize that they have more power as a group when they all work together. Another perfect representation of the solution is a YouTube video put together by Larkin Rose that depicts the small number of authority ruling over the massive, massive masses of people. The labyrinth is a symbol. It's a complex weaving pattern of shape-shifting, manipulation, dishonesty, lies, and robbery. As Jeremy Locke wrote, Truth is always simple. All people recognize truth because all people are intelligent beings. It is the nature of evil to create artificially complex ideas. It does this to hide or obfuscate the freedom. It destroys. If you remove the complexities and fears from your life, you will find a plain and beautiful truth. This truth is the nature 
of your worth. Many folks will try to overcomplicate things when you do your best to share a truth or concept or principle. Even unconsciously, to avoid the light of truth, most will shy away from a difficult conversation because it's just too hard for them to face. Because there are so many unresolved arguments and disagreements that it seems preposterous to even try to have an actual discussion. If you've ever stayed up late for many hours talking with someone or a few someones deep into conversation, eventually it will become simple if the minds are open. If, on the other side, one takes an extremist, dogmatic, non-centered, or non-balanced stance, the air becomes tense and the conversation becomes sour and one way. Nevertheless, despite the difficulty of sharing information, it's important to keep trying. We as humans have a responsibility to do what we can to improve and repair the plight of humanity. Why? Why so? you might ask, because it's the right thing to do. Because right now there are children being born into slavery, being abused, humans being treated like cattle. Those children, those humans are your children. This is our hard work being passed on to the next generation. Are you working hard or hardly working? Question of adding or taking away. A sculpture is chipped out of stone. The beauty within is found by removing that which is not the pure inner picture. Think of your soul in this way. This life, this trial by fire we are experiencing, is a process of sculpting the perfect you. If you are doing the work of chiseling, which is removing the parts of yourself that are not true, to your inner self. You are working. Whereas, if you decide to forget about the spiritual journey or ignore it, it's really easy to get lost. Even if you manage to keep dodging the heart gobbler, you can slide into the pit of despair or end up chilling with the junk lady who collects things She adds more and more stuff to keep you from remembering your true purpose. A junk lady was a character in the movie The Labyrinth. She had chairs and objects piled high on her back, and her job was to confuse the hero and help her forget, to get distracted by things. The false prophets of the modern age will try to convince you that in order to become a higher being, you need to get more stuff or attract more crap to keep yourself or find yourself somewhere else other than where you are. The truth is the inner journey is humbling hard work. There is no shortcut. There is no illumination to be gained in adding more knowledge to yourself unless that knowledge is used to initiate change in your reality, which always requires effort and time and sacrifice, giving up part of yourself. But there are so many distractions on this path. Today's world is largely a trap for the mind. At the center, 
The goal of the labyrinth is to crush your soul. And all along the way are pitfalls and swamps and dead ends, which will destroy you mentally and break you down until you're ready to give up your soul to Amit the Destroyer from Episode 3. Let's take a minute and look at the etymology of the word labyrinth. It comes from 1400th, late 14th century, labyrinthus. Labyrinth, maze, great building with many corridors and turns. Figuratively, bewildering arguments. Labyrinthus, from Greek, or labyrinthos. Maze, large building with intricate passages, again. Apparently, from a pre-Greek language, traditionally connected to Lydian labris, double-edged axe, a symbol of royal power, which fits the theory that the original labyrinth was the royal Minonian palace on Crete. It thus would mean the palace of the double axe. We were discussing the difficulty of talking about talking to others about matters of truth. Problems going on in the world. The labyrinth is a confusing state of affairs and bewildering arguments. This is the world of trying to discuss something like something like geoengineering with someone who does not choose to think about it logically. Their tactic will be to discourage actual study of the subject and keep hammering on the supposed fact that there is no way that evil people would do such a thing. Why would they poison themselves? I was in so many ways quietly and publicly shamed for bringing up uncomfortable topics so many times. In the world of the labyrinth, there's never an appropriate time to look at the big picture, because the work is all-encompassing and distracting. Those who are lost in the labyrinth are focused on confusion, focused on arguments, focused on bewildering arguments. These people are so lost that they have forgotten that there is a goal. In the movie Labyrinth, in the masquerade scene, a fitting scene for this time we live in, the goblin prince attempts to distract the hero because she was getting too close to the truth. As in the older symbology, her friend betrays her with a poisoned apple, which sends her into the masquerade illusion. She is shown confused and lost walking through the crowd of dancers with their masks on. She finally gets so frustrated, she's trying desperately to remember what's, what is so important and why she's here. She finally gets so frustrated, she breaks the glass, which symbolizes the vanity and self-importance that we all get stuck in in life, forgetting about the bigger ideals that matter. In the movie, she breaks through the glass and was able to move on to the next stage of her journey. It's a great way to break out of the cyclical nature of the maze. One is forced to transcend the constant admiration of the self, or frustration of the self, and accept the ugliness in the world that is not you. To let go of pretenses, and accept that, really, even though sometimes it looks like we're in a beautiful bar ballroom, we are actually in the bog of eternal stench.
Here's a similar symbolic moment in the movie The Truman Show, where Truman finally realizes he's actually living an illusion. He puts his hand out to hold a bus and to stop the vehicles in the middle of the road. He finally starts to notice all the people around him are more like actors than they are real people. All these scenes in these movies are subtle, but, but also blatant in the message they're sending. There is an illusion, a hidden picture, a pretense, which is all around us. There are artificial, symbolic walls between humans that have been specifically built to enslave us. Most humans are nice and cannot scarcely imagine or believe that someone would actually manipulate us. And it seems so improbable and impossible from inside the Truman Show or from inside the Matrix or from inside the Masquerade Ball. How could there be so much planning and engineering and coordination? Because the mechanism is doubted, the victims stay lost and confused. It's the same story as Plato's cave. Another movie which makes this point is The Running Man. So many of these movies reflect these same deeper truths. The Running Man came to mind because the hero in this story basically gets released into a death maze where he is to be publicly hunted down for his misdeeds. In our reality, you are the running man. Symbolically, you are a fool sent into the media circus to fight for your life for the viewer's satisfaction. Anyone who decides to look through the veil and work towards truth becomes a natural enemy of the state. Eventually, in one way or another, we're all hunted down in the atmosphere of government and coercion. The movie Running Man dramatically emphasizes a few aspects of the dystopian reality that we can now see in the news cycle, such as the blatant lying, or pictures that do not represent the truth of what really happened. The Schwarzenegger character represents the resistance who is tortured and chased into a manipulative situation that is media-controlled, the hero being portrayed as the enemy of the state. The movie is 30 years ago from 1987. Back then, predicting the media changing reality in the minds of the public using technology. The Law of Freedom Freedom and morality are directly proportional. As morality increases, freedom increases. As morality declines, Freedom declines. Another way of stating this law would be to say that the presence of truth and morality in the lives of the people of any given society is inversely proportional to the presence of tyranny and slavery in that society. So, the real question is, how do we escape all this madness? How do we get out of the maze? The sad truth is there is no escape. We're all here until we die. The only possible way to get things right is to embrace and internalize the principles that guide our existence. By becoming a servant of truth rather than a servant of the state, 
which is actually a servant of evil, we can begin to transcend. By teaching and showing others the path to freedom and truth, we can distract and encourage all humans down a more fruitful and joyful existence, away from the labyrinth. Although the goal seems out of reach in the current state of affairs, it is good for the soul to be on a purposeful path rather than a circuitous maze. It gives one confidence to make each step knowing that there is some direction rather than moving unconsciously in circles. As we previously discussed, the Egyptians expected that after death were to face a trial which decides the path of the spirit or the soul from that point. Another good personal reason to pursue freedom and morality is that after death there may well be some accounting for deeds done or not done in life. Whatever we are building with our time is significant. Why else would we have it? For some, this life just ends when we die. Personally, I think it more likely that when the body passes, the internal spirit that has been developed in this life moves on to another experience. I personally don't like the idea of ending up in the stomach of Amit, of the heart devourer. How about you? I think it's time to work on being better people. Episode of End Evil. If you are interested in having something to share with the show, please go on to endevil.life and look for the tab that says Contact Chris. I would love to have a discussion with you and work on possible solutions to ending evil in our lives and in our communities. It's going to take networking and working together. So this podcast is an opportunity for you to get your voice heard. Reach out and help a friend. Reach out and discuss things with me. Or, if you really want to help the show, share this show with, with some other people you know. Share it on social media. Pursue truth and freedom like your heart depends on it.